everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome to Aaron Menke's Cabinet of Curiosities, a production of iHeartRadio and Grim and Mild. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display, just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. As the old saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words. Gallons of ink have been spilled over the shaky film footage of a supposed Bigfoot tromping through the woods, and one shadowy photograph of the Loch Ness Monster has led to the creation of an entire mythology surrounding the creature. But in the absence of photographic evidence, what do we have? Well, we have stories. And left unchecked, those stories can take on lives of their own. In 1913, German Captain Ludwig von Stein zu Lautznitz had been sent to a part of Africa that, at the time, had been under German control. Today, we know the area as the country of Cameroon, along the continent's western coast. Von Stein had been tasked with the job of surveying the German colonies there, but started hearing strange tales of a giant reptile known to prowl the territory. The locals called it Mokele Membe, which means one who stops the flow of rivers. As von Stein put it in his report, the animal is said to be of a brownish-gray color, he wrote, with a smooth skin. Its size is approximately that of an elephant, at least that of a hippopotamus. It is said to have a long and very flexible neck and only one tooth. The reports went on to describe the fates of those who had pursued the creature. Canoes were capsized and entire crews killed, but not eaten. Instead, the animal was categorized as a plant eater, known to leave behind massive footprints on its journey to devour its next fruit tree. But von Stein was not the first to allege that such beasts may be roaming the jungles of Africa. Four years earlier, a man named Carl Hagenbeck wrote a book called Beasts and Men. Hagenbeck was a dealer of both wild animals and even people, creating zoos in which he displayed actual human beings from places like the Samoan Islands. In Beasts and Men, Hagenbeck described the folktales of the native populations that had been told to him and other white travelers about a creature roaming the interior of Rhodesia in southern Africa. He also likened its size to that of an elephant, but expanded on that description by referring to it as half-dragon and some kind of dinosaur seemingly akin to the brontosaurus. Now, other witnesses had cited the animal's length at somewhere between 15 to 30 feet, with a serpentine head and a long tail, not unlike a plesiosaur or the Loch Ness Monster. But what was it really? Could there still be a dinosaur wandering Africa millions of years after their supposed extinction? The truth is doubtful. In 1842, paleontologist Sir Richard Owen coined the term dinosaur while studying some fossils that had been discovered in southern England. From that point on, the world had come down with a case of dinosaur fever, and many paleontologists began looking for fossils everywhere. 
The period from about 1872 until 1892 was known as the Great Dinosaur Rush, or my personal favorite, the Bone Wars. The goal wasn't necessarily to further the study of the extinct creatures, it was to become rich and famous for finding the biggest and most impressive specimens. Dinosaurs were simply on the brain for many people during the late 19th and early 20th centuries. It's no wonder that a massive creature only seen by indigenous locals might be viewed by visitors as the living embodiment of the bones that had been unearthed, many in fact in Africa. Unfortunately, most historians and experts have a number of other explanations for the Mokelimembe's existence. Some say it could have been a rare black rhinoceros, while others claim it was simply an elephant. Even with perfect 2020 vision, our eyes may deceive us from time to time. Those blurry shots of an aquatic sea beast in Loch Ness? Nothing more than a child's toy photographed in black and white. Sometimes we see what we want to see. It appears the dinosaurs of the Congo may have been hopeful fantasies from explorers seeking the next big scientific breakthrough. But that hasn't stopped modern scientists from looking themselves, because the stories still persist. And sometimes, the lore is too great to ignore. Especially when that lore is as big as a brontosaurus. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. This episode is sponsored by Intuit. Here's a story for you. Once upon a time, a young woman was haunted by the ghosts of bad financial decisions, with credit card debt and an empty savings account looming over her every day. When she tried to ignore these ghosts, they only grew bigger and scarier, and these ghosts of her bad financial decisions were stopping her from living her best life. So she decided to face them head on and take control of her finances with help from Intuit. Intuit helps you face your financial fears with confidence through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. There are few historical mysteries that captivate people like the Dyatlov Pass incident. In January of 1959, nine hikers journeyed hundreds of miles into Russia's Ural Mountains, where they died under circumstances so strange nobody knew what happened for over 60 years. But recently, in 2021, scientists found the answer in a very curious place. Before we go there, though, let's go back to 1959. It was the middle of the Russian winter, and a college student named Igor Dyatlov was planning a hiking trip. Now, I know what you're thinking. That is the worst possible time to go hiking. And yeah, you're right. But Igor was trying to get a high-level hiking certification, and to do that, he had to complete a really difficult journey. Plus, 
Igor wasn't going alone. He invited eight other hikers, mostly friends from college, to accompany him. They set off in late January, headed into the Urals. Now, the Ural Mountains run between Europe and Asia. They're 1,600 miles across and reach over 6,000 feet in elevation. During the winter, the area is blanketed in several feet of snow and ice, and temperatures average around negative 6 degrees Fahrenheit. The conditions are extreme, to say the least, but the hikers were ready for it. They spent the next several days trekking through snow, snacking on pork fat, and sleeping in a tent. A few weeks later, though, the hikers were supposed to return home, but they didn't show up. On February 20th, a search party went to find them and soon discovered a strange and heartbreaking scene. The hiker's tent was found on the side of a peak called Kolat Siakl. The fabric of the tent had been partially buried in the snow, but the poles were still upright. Searchers looked inside and found the hikers' backpacks, food, and even their shoes, but no sign of the hikers themselves. And then they noticed a slash mark on the side of the tent, where it had been cut open from the inside. From this opening, footprints in the snow led down the mountain and straight to a gruesome scene frozen bodies of two hikers. Two more were found further up the slope. All of the hikers were barefoot, and some were only wearing their underwear. A few months later, when the snow started to melt, the bodies of the last five hikers were found. They were also half-dressed, and some had inexplicable injuries. One man had a fractured skull, and one woman was missing her tongue and eyes. It looked like something had scared the hikers so badly that they tore their way out of their tent and then ran barefoot into sub-zero temperatures trying and failing to get away. As for what that something was, well, the Russian government opened an investigation to find out, but all they could say was that the hikers were killed by, and I quote, an unknown compelling force. With no concrete answers, conspiracy theories ran rampant. The hikers' deaths were blamed on everything from aliens to yetis to secret military weapons tests. Then, in 2021, two Swiss scientists decided to get to the bottom of the mystery. They had a hunch that the Dyatlov Pass incident had a much simpler explanation. You see, throughout the years, many people suggested the hikers died during an avalanche, but a few details made that seem impossible. The tent poles were still upright, which you wouldn't expect in a major avalanche. Plus, the hikers had been camping on a relatively flat slope in an area where avalanches have never been recorded. Regardless, these scientists wanted to test their theory. They needed to simulate the exact shape of the mountain and the weather conditions on the night the hikers died. The technology to create such a simulation existed, but it came from an unlikely place. The scientists made a few calls, and before long, they were in a meeting room in Hollywood, sitting across from the animator who created the snow effects for Disney's hit, Frozen. Using animation code from the movie, they created the most advanced avalanche simulation yet, and it revealed that an avalanche wasn't just possible, it was probable. You see, there's a type of avalanche called a snow slab. It happens when a block of compressed snow and ice slides down a mountain. Slabs can be relatively small, just a few yards across, and still do serious damage. Based on the scientists' calculations, this is what happened to the hikers. A slab avalanche fell on their tent. A few of the hikers were injured, one had a fractured skull. Afraid that more snow would fall on them, they cut their way out of the tent and fled without even putting on their shoes. Sadly, they froze to death before they could make it back to safety. It's a pretty simple explanation for a 62-year-old mystery. And it all happened thanks to a Disney animated film. 
which to me is an incredible example of how art and science can come together to help us make sense of our world. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Thank you.